Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm Clayton. And we're Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. We're two queer men who love movies. We love talking about movies. And after a lot of urging for a very long time, we started a podcast. Sean, what did you pick out for us this time? Well, this is a little bit late, but this is my birthday movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Happy, happy belated birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and to pick it out, and because it turned, like, it, it's its birthday, too, on May yes. 7th. Just uh, a couple, uh, when this comes out, it'll be, what, two or three days before it was its 24th birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we watched 1999's eminently classic the mummy the movie that awakened bisexuals all over the world oh my god it is the bisexual movie like it have two people ever been more attractive than evie and rick ever (laughs) no the answer yeah i will not accept anything like it's it's they are literally the like best couple of movies i swear (laughs) um and i and i see for me like i love i've loved this movie ever since like we bought it on vhs (laughs) like um i remember i had been wanting to see it and my parents and i rented it we either rented it from blockbuster or we bought it i can't remember which but like we fell in love with it like this is one of my family's like my family's family movies like if we cannot decide what we want to watch we will put on the mummy and like it's just got a little bit of something for everyone it's got romance it's got drama it's got you know horror which is more my part of things and like comedy you know it's just perfect i agree i agree completely what about you oh boy this was one of the few pg-13 movies i was allowed to watch when i was around 13 so it was pretty special i love this movie I had not seen it in years, so getting to watch it again for this was very exciting. I forgot how much fun this movie was and was kicking myself for not watching it for years. Good pick, Sean. Thank you. (laughs) I have my moments. (laughs) So uh, we're not by ourselves this week. We've got my oldest friend in the world, Tiffany Bach, Living This Life Yo podcast. And thank you so much for coming, Tiffany. Hello, it's nice to be here. Finally, a, you know, actual podcast that has a little clout, man. (laughs) Uh. Getting there, right? Getting there. Getting into that big time game. Uh, Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) A boy can dream, I think is the words I heard earlier. (laughs) Yes, Sean did say a boy can dream. (laughs) I'm just a man sitting in front of his computer asking for the Spotify followers to go up. (laughs) and (laughs) apple (laughs) and whoever wants to listen (laughs) like i'm not gonna lie when you said how old it is though i am kind of shocked i forget that it's it's been around that long that's crazy yeah oh yeah it feels like it was like two years ago how is this movie that old and it still holds up yeah Uh, well maybe not the special effects (laughs) okay yeah the cgi yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, but like even then like for the time like it It was was, i don't i don't even think for the time it was i think the (laughs) matrix the matrix came out this year yeah but like special effects were better than the mummy (laughs) no see a lot of people like a lot of critics like absolutely lauded even the special effects in this like 
Listen, it, Neo's a lot of stuff lean, was stuff that they hadn't done. Like, okay, Neo's lean versus big sandstorm <laughs> shawl dropping, like mummy coming at you. Yeah, you know, who's gonna argue which one was better? Right, I, true. I, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like, also the Matrix is made for way more money, way yeah, more budget. money. Like they had a bigger budget in the matrix like i mean it wasn't like the biggest one like compared to now but like the mummy was never thought that it was going to be like a huge hit like everyone doubted this movie like and, and i mean like i don't think they doubted it but the, i don't think they had any i was like really i feel like that is not what happened <laughs> well i mean they i don't think they had very many like big expectations like uh, especially like once we get into like production and we learn how many versions of this movie there were supposed to be like it's oh, Jesus. yeah it's pretty it's pretty you know like they were never expecting this to be the move like the fun like essentially phenomenon it became like it was a huge hit in the in 99 so i can't remember was this like the big kind of I know Brendan Fraser was in like George of the Jungle kind of stuff that, but was this his big kind of hit or? Yes. Was he oh it? yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I was mm-hmm. like, this is what made his career kind of kick off, right? Well, George, you're absolutely I mean, right. Of the it was, was, yeah. So George of the Jungle is actually what got him this job, um, because like George of the Jungle was doing pretty well. Like it, I don't I think it was I like. I actually loved George of the Jungle. Oh, not jo- even lie. It's so good, <laughs> so good, and it's one of the few movies that's like built on the female gaze, which is really fascinating. Um, considering like George is it's, sexy well, yeah, as shit, yeah, but he also good. listens when you talk, and it's just like. <laughs> flutter 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 (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah so like that's actually one of the reasons he got the job is because george uh george of the jungle came out and stephen summers saw him and was like oh like he's like judge of the jungle's doing really well like and he was still cheap at the time because he wasn't a huge star so they picked him although tom cruise brad pitt matt damon and ben affleck were offered the role of rick o'connell oh really that would be such a different movie. Oh, it would be such a bad movie. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not sure I would have loved it. Like, it, I don't think it would have stood up the same way. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say we've already seen how one of these two have done. One of these people have done this movie. Yeah, and it was not great. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, his, Tommy. No, I, I don't. Think that one's his fault, though. About uh, yeah, it's, yeah uh, it's really horrible. bad writing. But like, even his performance in it isn't. Great I want either. my money back. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, what's your relationship with this movie? So I don't actually remember how old I would have been like when it came out or when I first saw it. I just remember this being one that we've loved for years and years and quoted for like most of my life. I just remember so many quotes from this movie and even watching it again, I was laughing as the quotes that I was waiting on came up and I'm just like, I love that line. And so it's just funny because it was part of our, like my siblings, my cousins, it was part of our cheesy little like dialogue. But I think the other side of it is I like you guys like your horror but i don't mm-hmm. really do scary movies so to me no this jurassic always... park terrified her yes when we were exactly teens. so oh, this yeah. was a scary movie like for me the kitchen was... scene oh. yes yes exactly. the kitchen so scene many... is one of the scariest scenes ever <laughs> like yes. i still like you're holding your breath and Ugh. you don't realize you're holding your... oh, yeah but anyway yeah so for me jurassic park was pushing it and this was like okay, I can, I can get through this, but also I may close my eyes once or twice when I was first watching it. 
you know, so it is funny because it's on the the verge of where I was like I was kind of pushing myself to watch something this scary at that point in life, which now I wouldn't consider it that scary, obviously. But it is funny because as a kid, I remember thinking like this one's fun, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't is know. it I the love- creepy parts, too? Oh, yeah, but honestly, like, one of the things that sticks with me, and I've written it a couple times in my notes, is those stupid beetles. They're the thing that scares me. Yes, because there's something about, like, that imagery of they're chasing it through their skin, and it's, like, horrifying. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, that really disturbed me when I was a young teen, watching them cut the one out of his skin with a knife. Oh, so gross. Hey, it's better than what would have happened if he didn't. Fair, fair point. Accurate. And also, (laughs) if that ever happens, I expect you just cut the thing out. I'll get over it. I'll heal. But, like, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just picturing me being like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like trying to dig that out of my arm yeah i was gonna say i mean this is the nicest possible way but like don't go to clayton for it like if you have if we are both together come to me i will help before you would help yes sean yeah. will cut you open like, I'm, I'm sorry and vomiting in the corner yeah, yeah i would i would be much better in that situation good to know now i've chosen who my rescuer will be <laughs> like i can oh, stay yeah. calm clayton would just be all like uh fuck this right but like honestly this this whole movie just has character after character after character that i can't i go from like no this is definitely my favorite character and then like but i freaking love okay benny is ridiculous but i love benny Uh who doesn't love he's hilarious he's so funny he's uh, such a snake he is and you want to i want to be like oh you're the worst but then i'm like but you're so freaking funny like i don't know it's just they have a really great cast it's very just the the humor hits even now like i've seen it i I can't count how many times i've seen this movie and i still laugh at the jokes like i have laughed probably every time i've ever watched it at almost all the same jokes they're funny so i don't know it's a good one solid very solid choice absolutely i completely agree with everything you said i do as well (laughs) <laughs> so i take it you guys would recommend this then oh my god <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say I, yeah. I i don't think i could tell how you guys thought about it um yeah. i might judge you if you haven't already seen it in yeah. all if you haven't seen the mummy what have you been doing with your life honestly <laughs> dude seriously though like i i don't like it it's one of those movies that i think everyone should at least watch once like and if you don't like it like i, I who hurt you a and b <laughs> like you're wrong <laughs> it's one of those i'm I'm like like, i'm trying to imagine what life would be like if i didn't just have a knock to the moon (laughs) pop into my head randomly every couple years no Uh, seriously though those are the things where you're like why do i still remember that but i do yeah i uh, like i am a librarian yes i was gonna say like i think that all the time and i totally forgot it was from this movie and then like two minutes before it happened i was like oh oh my god it's 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 the, i'm a librarian line and then she said it and i like cheered in my seat i am proud of what i am <laughs> yeah okay so one, one of the quotes that i don't know if i'd caught before but like i was trying to pay special attention this time of course i was cracking up because i guess i just it hits differently at this point in life was when it's really early on when jonathan is in the coffin like he's in or like laying in the <laughs> 
and she's like have you no respect for the dead and he's like of course i do some days i'd rather like to join them and i'm like oh what i don't know how i've never caught that one but like yeah of course i do some days i'd rather like to join them yeah <laughs> so funny and he's another character that like benny you're kind of like oh my gosh get it together but he's just lovably awful i love uh, him i just love her little i just made a bit of a mess in the library it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's um i think you also did he not hear that because i feel like I everyone know. in cairo did <laughs> but that uh, scene it as much as it's so like improbable i love that scene i love watching it. i'm like this is hilarious I it's deeply upsetting to the organizational freak inside of me <laughs> you're like no no oh my god you have to put this back up and <laughs> then put them back in alphabetical order with all those books oh, yeah god it sounds like such... it just makes me want to cry thinking yeah it. i was gonna say every time i watch it i'm just like oh and he's like you just straighten it up and i'm like well you're gonna stay in help you're my boss rachel vice balancing on that ladder just gold absolute gold um can we also just acknowledge the fact that every outfit she wears in this i'm just like she's so cute and just gorgeous and i don't know all the things but when she first shows up in that like very classic looks like a librarian yeah she's wonderful uh she's she's just incredibly beautiful like she is one of the most beautiful women the earth has ever known like i fully believe she is one of the most beautiful women ever to be on screen like, I don't really know what happened with her as far as her career goes. Did she continue to do a lot? Is she still in acting? Because mm-hmm. I don't keep up with actresses and actors very well. Oh, yeah. She has, she has been working very steadily. And okay. she just had a TV show come out on Amazon Prime, a remake of Cronenberg's Dead Ringers that is supposed to be very good. And she's happily married to Daniel Craig. So good for her. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, go. she married James Bond. She oh, is well, doing absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Before we get too far into the movie, I'm going to do a little bit of production stuff. Um, directed by Stephen Summers with a screenplay by Stephen Summers. And the story was by Stephen Summers, Kevin Jari, and Lloyd Fonbiel. Um, Adrian Biddle did the cinematography, which this movie is absolutely beautiful. Um, so and th- I think this may be my favorite Jerry Goldsmith score ever. It is and one of his best. Where was this one filmed? Do you know? They were unable to shoot in Egypt, but they did in Marrakesh, Morocco. So they did a lot of filming in Morocco, um, in the Sahara Desert, and they did have to have kidnapping insurance just oh, as a, just it's because no there deal. was a lot going on. Yeah, and it's the standard sh- play. And because <laughs> the Sahara was so hot, the production's medical team actually created a drink that the cast and crew had to consume every two hours to keep from dehydrating. Well, also, and, can you imagine, like, that costuming and makeup and all that in the heat? Ugh. Ugh, sounds awful. Um, and uh, many people were either stung or bitten by many of the wildlife and had to be, like, airlifted oh, <laughs> to medical care. Yeah, it was so a very own, rough shoot. Like, their own troubles along with the mummy. <laughs> yep, they had their own version of the Ten Plagues of Egypt, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, man. Yeah. Movie making is so glamorous. <laughs> I know, right? Well, well can the you fun thing imagine if like Brennan Fraser got kidnapped or like like I'm just picturing oh goodness. Okay, well uh hold on, we're gonna figure this out. It's crazy. 
Oh my gosh, there would be such an uproar over it. Like that would be huge. It's so smart and it's so so much fun. Like the, mm-hmm. you cannot watch this movie without smiling. Like I can't watch this movie without smiling. And, and again and again and again. Like not even just like an occasional. It's like it's just repeatedly full of joy as well as like you know it has its scary and it's whatever. But yeah, I agree. and everyone is so hot. <laughs> that is like, true. Everyone is so hot. People. Oh, <sighs> so one thing with the um, the mythology or like not the mythology but like the egyptian piece of it like i know the mummy curse and all that i don't know anything about if the curse is based on like a real egyptian something that was like, no no okay that's what i was wondering. no that's a that's a made-up one for it tiffany okay, I kinda, curses no, aren't real i know <laughs> i know all the, the whether i believe that they're real in general but is it based off of one that was believed to be right <laughs> so cute clayton you're so mean <laughs> he i'm not mean me i think it's adorable <laughs> he really does do that though he's very <laughs> yeah he's very smug about it he's just like they're there <laughs> it's just like i'm gonna laugh about this <laughs> you'd be such a comforting parent type you know uh, no he wouldn't um <laughs> uh Brendan Fraser actually nearly died in the hanging scene, according to Rachel Weiss. Um, he stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated. What the hell? Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, and fifteen million dollars actually hang the actors. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the only way they could have gotten that shot, like, it would have been hard to get that shot without yeah. it. Like, I never I thought mean, about that. And I think he was like hooked up to. I I, I won't. I remember watching a documentary on it, but I, yeah, I, he apparently did, did actually get choked out. And yeah, I, I that that's just scary. <laughs> um, the character of Artif Bey, who is the leader of the Magi, um, he's actually a reference to the original Universal Mummy, um, which is the name that Imhotep used when walking around society in that movie. Hmm. And many awesome. of the plastic dummies are used for used for Imhotep's vi- victims come from the movie Life Force, which I know you, I don't think you've seen Clayton, but no. I think you'd have so much fun with it. Really? Uh, I feel like no. you just say that about things. <laughs> uh, I think you would either love it or hate it. You'd probably lean towards hate it, but I think it. I think it's so much fun, and it's Toby Hooper. Okay, so with the whole Magi thing. It's really funny for me because I grew up with the idea of like magi, the the three wise men. So I was like, these are not the bringers of gold, men. frankincense, what? and myrrh. I know. I'm like, wait, hold on. Who are these guys? They're way cooler. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely wrong. bringing Frankenstein as opposed to frankincense. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, uh, and also, in an earlier draft of the screenplay, uh, the Scarab's longevity was actually due to feasting on Imhotep and being infected with his curse, which is why the bugs survive so long, you know, in a city that <laughs> doesn't see anyone for like hundreds of years. <laughs> uh, try thousands. <laughs> yeah, good point. Thousands of years. Um, just to get into the cast a little bit, Brendan Fraser is Rick O'Connell. Um, who is like the perfect swashbuckling hero you will ever see. 
Uh, Rachel Weiss is Evelyn Evie Carnahan, who is actually the name Carnahan is actually in reference to Carnivan, the who is him and his daughter were actually there for when they found King Tut's tomb. So it's oh. a reference to that. Um, Arnold Vosloo as oh, Imhotep. Cool. Mm-hmm. And John Hanna as Jonathan Carnahan. Uh, Oded Fair plays Ardeth Bay. Kevin J. O'Connor is the weaselly Benny. Weaselly lovable Benny. <laughs> Jonathan Hyde is the Egyptologist. Corey Johnson, Chuck <laughs> Watkins, and Stephen Henderson play the Americans, the beastly Americans. Eric Avari is the curator. Omid Jalili. J- oh my god, I butchered that. Omid Jalili as Warden Gavasan. Bernard Fox as Winston Havelock at your service. And Patricia Velasquez as Anaxuna Moon. Anaxuna Moon. I know. I don't know how you get the name Anak out of A N C K, but it's so cool. Uh, do you guys want to get into the kind of the story a little bit? I know we've been talking about it a little bit off and on, but like, I mean, yeah. And we, I, this movie is just so much fun. <laughs> so, I mean, we start off in Thebes, the city of the living. Um, and we see Imhotep is, has the hots for Anaxuna Moon, who is the mistress of a pharaoh and yeah, has the most, has the most impractically body painted. <laughs> outfit ever <laughs> but it's sexy i'll give it to her <laughs> i'm sure that um so but i feel always f- set up oh my goodness oh my god yes and also i was just like why didn't she ever just say like oh i accidentally brushed a wall or something <laughs> like i feel like it's happened before <laughs> like whoops i'm sorry i i i fell in a bed like <laughs> with him Oops. at that but with him. they had to catch yeah. me i was tripping down the stairs ah yep exactly i i was just like i feel like there's a lot of foolproof <laughs> to this um and i mean i like you know anaxuna moon kills the pharaoh with the help of Imhotep and stabby 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 <laughs> then after trying to bring her back to life all of his imhotep and his priests are mummified alive so which, horrifying okay ugh. terrifying yeah, yeah it sounds like a horrible horrible fate yeah especially after evie's just like you know how they take out your brain <laughs> they take a shot red hot poker jab it up your nose scramble things around a bit and then rip it all out for your nostrils and i was just like oh and they were alive for that like, oh, well, i mean i don't know how long you're alive when they're like scrambling your brain with the red hot poker right okay but do you know who she kind of reminds me of in tarzan jane like the animated tarzan oh my yes. god yes i could see it okay yes i'm like it's sort of the same energy it really is similar energy <laughs> she has that english rose kind of energy yes yeah but i love that comment when she says that it's just so graphic <laughs> yeah it's and it's so it's just oh man do not put me down for mummification which is Ew. also what the characters yeah. say <laughs> like, never, never, never. well we haven't really gotten to rick we've talked about evie a lot what do you guys think yeah of rick? we haven't talked about rick because well, <laughs> i love how quick this movie like it it doesn't 
it's not like a slow roll from the beginning. It like has a very nice quick pace that makes me jump in and be focused. I don't know if that's like obviously the intent or not, but for me, sometimes if a movie starts slow, I might get a little distracted before I'm like, oh wait, yeah, and now I'm in it. But this one kind of hits the ground running. And his whole like gun battle at the very beginning where he's like, I don't know, it just, it comes out so fast. Like they're already in an adventure. It's like we drop right in the middle of it, which I think is cool. It's, it's like funny, like literally the, one of the first things Benny says is like, your strength gives me strength. And then he runs away. <laughs> so you're already like, laughing. You're, I don't know. It's just, it's funny. We're introduced to who Rick is. We're introduced to Evie and then by extension, Jonathan, and then Rick and Evie are together. And then the story takes off, you know, like it's, there's yeah. no <laughs> moment of like, like there's little character moments, but there's no moment where you're just like, oh, well, this could have been cut off. Like, yeah, I feel like I, every single moment of this movie is just, like, important. Yes, and I really appreciate that kind of pacing when it comes to something like this, because it gives that sense of action. Like, it feels like, okay, we're moving, we're doing things, like, let's go. Absolutely. I agree with you. And, and I mean, it, it, it really does. It just, like, this movie just is paced so well. It's edited really well, too. So, like, there's never a moment where there's a lull. Like, I always feel like every second of this movie is just, like, it, it's it, it's just time perfectly like by yeah, the time you reach like, the end you've you're just like that was such a good experience like you're not like just bored. over two hours long but there is no fat on this no nope. okay so one of the moments where they slow for just a second is perfect because there's it's after the whole jail thing and they're starting to load the the boat like getting on the ship and he, she's talking about him being stinky and whatever and here he like it's just like him walking up and she just gets like the weak in the knees. Like, yeah. wait, what? Look, yeah. I love it. I'm so here for it because it's it's just this hilarious like, uh-huh, sure. Okay. And you're going to fall in love with him, obviously. Yeah. And I love how Jonathan like kind of calls her out on it. He's like, yeah, it's a filthy rude, a complete scoundrel. <laughs> Nothing to like there at all. And she's just like glances at him like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute. They and, have really great chemistry, honestly. Oh yeah, awesome. oh yeah. This entire cast did. Like I, I fully believe that like Jonathan and Evie are brother and sister. Yeah. Holy! By the end of this movie, it is the most earned movie kiss I think in history. Mm-hmm. Is their kiss at the end of this movie is Rick and Evie's? Because like I spend the whole time just being like, oh man. And then like when <laughs> jumping ahead a little bit, like when she's getting drunk and almost kisses him. <laughs> It just like passes out. She's like, "What's a place like me doing in a girl like this?" Which is the best line ever. Like, I know what I. I am not gonna lie, drunk Evie. I quote all the time. It is unbelievable how much I quote it. Even if I don't say it out loud, I'm thinking it in my head. Like, uh, I know (laughs) you're thinking, what is a place like me doing in a girl like this? And it's just like something like that. So funny. I may not be a explorer, an adventurer, a treasure seeker, or a gunfighter, Mr. (laughs) O'Connell, but I am proud of what I am. And what is that? I am a librarian. 
<laughs> and it's just like it's so proud <laughs> i love her so much <laughs> librarians everywhere we're like yes <laughs> oh i'm sure librarians are very important oh man which actually that just reminded me did, did you guys ever watch the movie the librarian like it has a different oh yeah it's like a similar adventure feel but more serious obviously so i don't know this movie reminded me of some of those other ones too that i was enjoying yeah i, I was gonna see say the librarian oh it's really good it's got noah wild um it's really good and then they made a they actually made three of those movies um i've only seen the first one i've heard the other two were okay um and then the they made a tv show and clayton you're gonna love this it has lindy booth starring in it oh see i knew there was a tv show the librarian i didn't know there was a movie yeah Mm -hmm. but i have not seen the librarian tv show either which I will say, I think the movies were, at least the first one for sure, was like one that was, I, I think you would really enjoy it. You would like it. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's a little bit like, it, he's basically, Noah Weil is like Evie, where he's very <laughs> like book book smart and like not field savvy. And like he ends up meeting this like CIA agent and she's like a badass, so... I mean, as CIA agents are supposed to be. Right. Oh, she definitely, she is. She is pretty awesome. (laughs) So once they're actually on the ship, first of all, I love the Americans. I think they're hilarious. And I love that that's how they portray the Americans. Um, I mean, honestly, it's pretty spot on. I know, I know. And I like that time period of, it's like, oh, yes, of course, cowboys. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just funny. (laughs) <laughs> it is and also we get reintroduced to benny yes <laughs> think of my children you don't have any children someday i might <laughs> that actor did such a good job with that character oh he did it and the funny thing is he's like a regular stephen summers like a collaborator and i i think he always just gives him like such a fun little role like in van helsing he plays igor Igor. It's pronounced Igor. Igor. Uh, Young Frankenstein reference. Thank you. Um, and then in. I only he was saw in... it once ages ago. I don't remember. Sorry. I've never uh, seen well... it. I'm sorry. We're <sighs> letting you down. It's so good. <laughs> Young Frankenstein is one of the funniest comedies you'll ever see. Okay. I'll um, and Deep Rising, he plays this like dorky guy in it, but he's so lovable. So I just love that he's like one of Stephen Summers, like, like regular players <laughs> he's like a go-to that's cool yeah um so in the, on, the sh- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. on the ship one of the things one of my favorite scenes on the ship is when there's like the gun battle is happening at that point and evie just like moves him as shots are being fired yes. at his head <laughs> she I saves his him. life and he just kind of looks at her like really I don't know. The look he gives her is just so funny. <laughs> the whole mo- moment there, I'm just like, yes, I love that. Oh, that! Uh, I'm also well, another line that has always like stuck in my head is like when she's like after they've talked, and right before that scene, and she's like getting ready for bed and like having her book, and she's just like, 
and and she's like oh for heaven's sake girl it wasn't that good of a kiss anyway (laughs) puts her butt (laughs) talking yourself down yeah i was just like yeah it was you know it was (laughs) well i actually also love that they open up their relationship like they meet him at the jail and he manages to steal a kiss and then there's like that moment towards the end where you see the big epic it's like it's just funny because they've already had a little kiss scene but they don't know each other they don't care nobody cared about that kiss except it was cute funny you know haha so it's cool that they could still build it up to this big suspense of like oh yes on-screen kiss right yes well now that now that she's actually a part of it it's very (laughs) much much more much more fun romantic yeah the um point where he well for one he just hands her the duffel bag he just literally like stuffs it in her arms and she's just following along while he's pulling insane amounts of weapons from a duffel bag and his holster it's just like what who what action figure are you like it's just funny and then the americans are over there with their little like oh yeehaw kind of yeehaw feel like it's just the action even on the ship which seems like such a short part i find very enjoyable Oh my god, it's so much fun. Uh I also love after everything on the on the boat, like and they're getting on the shore and <laughs> Benny's yelling for the other side and he's like he's like, Hey, O'Connell, it looks to me like I've got all the horses and he's and Hey he's, Benny, it looks to me like you're, you're on, on the wrong, wrong side, side of the side river. Of the that's no, I, I just like. love how he says it. He's like, river. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my sister's favorite lines. And literally while we were watching it, it was so funny because she's quoting along with. I was like, she's said this since she was so little. It's like a great quotable line. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so quotable. I love this movie is just so quotable. Like, I can recite the, basically this whole movie line. For I know. Line. Like, it's hard to watch it and not just follow along with the dialogue. But also, I like... um. Okay, so when they do get out of the um, river and everything, it is one of those kind of like, I don't know, it's one of those moments where you're just seeing, okay, cool, we've we've managed to accomplish something, but then it immediately cuts right back in. Like, it doesn't slow to some weird, now we're going to build to how we figure this out. It just like, it seamlessly moves you through the story. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Very well paced. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you, well, you see like, when they're buying the, the, um, the camels, and they're like, you could have gotten them for free if you just gave them your sister. And then <laughs> they bring her out. And like Rachel Weiss is just like one of the most beautiful creatures oh to ever walk this, walk this planet. Because she's so, per- she walks this line so she's perfectly. Gorgeous like, in that veil. Yes. Simultaneously beautiful, smart, like sexy, adorable, and dorky. And I don't know how yes. she does it all at once. It's like you've got the sweet <laughs> thing, you've got the sexy thing, you've got the like, but I'm also still smarter than you. <laughs> like, yes. It's great. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that, beverage scholars. <laughs> I love her. I also love how she's doing all of this so she could join the beverage scholars. And then uh, this is just a kind of a little thing for the next movie. But in the next one, she's like, the beverage scholars have been begging me to build, like, run their museum. <laughs> and I'm like, I love how she goes, like, she has such a dirty. <laughs> it's like, like such a nice little callback on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Which actually, how do you feel? Do you like the rest of the series? Just like, are you more of a one and done? Or did you enjoy the sequels? I like the Mummy Returns. I actually, uh, 
So, fun fact, the Mummy movies almost always came out the first week of May, which is my birthday my birthday week. So, we actually went and saw The Mummy Returns in theaters for my birthday. Oh, um, God. yeah, so it was and it was I I I remember I liked it a lot and I still do. I think it's fun. Um, it is not as good as this one, not even close. Yeah. Like this one, you it's can a watch solid B. Like, it's a solid B. This one's like an A plus yeah. to me. Like I this think is this, this one is one where it doesn't matter. Like I, I think I was telling you guys at one point, um, when we talked about this before we were recording, that my my friend and I agree it's like a go to anytime you can't make up your mind. Like you can always put on the mummy, mm-hmm. but you, I wouldn't do that with the second one. I wouldn't do that with you know. It's like this one you could watch again and again and again. And it's always a good choice. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna I say really, really like the second one, but if I never see that horrifying rock creation again, <laughs> uh, I'm fine. The Scorpion <laughs> King. Yeah, horrifying. And I, as speaking of the Scorpion King, I quite like that movie. Yeah, the Scorpion King movie is good. Um, I have di- I will have disowned and will keep disowning the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor because yeah, I, I'm not acknowledging it. Yeah, like, Scorpion King nice. though, like that scene where she like has the cobra and it like out at the person. Like I tried to get my pet snake Selma um, <laughs> to do that. You're like, for come years, on, Selma, and, let's yeah, go. <laughs> just do it, and she never would. But I tried. Um, so I still remember when I was not allowed to be watching MTV, but I snuck and watched MTV, and it was music videos back in the day. I remember the Scorpion King music video, which is such a weird thing to have, but it was like there was a music video to it, and I was like, "What is this? This is oh my so god!" Cool. Was it that yeah. live song or was it the Godsmack one? I think it was. I but, think it was Godsmack. I don't know. Maybe I saw both. But I stand I know, alone. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I used to have it on VHS. So I it had the V the music videos <laughs> on the VHS. It's so. so I used to watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that one when it would come on, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I love like I loved that song when it would come on." And it's just funny because I really like I can picture the rock and like this the little scenes where it would cut to the movie stuff. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, can you believe that he became the like the biggest movie star in the world, basically, right now? I know. Like, one of them. I will say, watching that, I would never have assumed. (laughs) (laughs) The directions the Rock brand would go. Oh man, it's true. I mean, and it's funny because he basically plays the same in almost every movie, and yet it's still so much fun. But I still watch every one. Screenshot of him from literally any movie. He's always in the same costume. You could literally. Like, what movie is this? And you, you wouldn't be able to know. You could just guess it. I mean, yeah. Probably yeah. be right. <laughs> it's always. I was going to say, the only one I think he's at, like, uh, my favorite of The Rock recent roles is still the Jumanji. But it, just him playing that, like, scaredy cat character. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but it's, like, in The Rock form. I know that's what made that one work so as like such comedy because that body with that character is hilarious. Uh, it's also one of those things that made um, the I think the Kevin Hart piece and all that just really come together because you're like with this other little I don't know it was great fun one another one that you guys definitely should do I would love listening to you dissect all of those. Uh, Jumanji would be really fun. It's just so funny that i i just love his don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry (laughs) (laughs) like yeah a little bit relatable i guess (laughs) so 
on the um jumping back to when she's like when they finally get to the actual uh point where they're traveling i where is the city what is it called i'm totally spacing uh uh hamanaptra yes okay when they get to hamanaptra i <laughs> one of the lines that i loved was when she is talking about the 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 body that dropped from underneath and she's like he was either someone of great importance or very naughty yes. like, the way she says it, i'm like ah that's so funny it's like very true but also so cute Ugh. yes i love when grown-ups say naughty it's so funny <laughs> naughty so naughty mm-hmm. uh yeah so i don't know was there um on the scary side of it like was there a point for you clayton like i know you're not really easily scared was any of this scary for you i'm just curious uh the bugs like when you really... first would have watched it when you were little. oh i th- i always thought the bugs were horrifying i think that's okay. the only thing that really bothered me ever with this was just the like, bugs the whole um the the curse when they actually like even just like when they're hearing things like whooshing you know you hear like the whispers that are you're supposed to be hearing and all that stuff that freaks me out too when i was little like now it's just fun effects but at the time it was like oh so creepy like well but all a lot of those always happen like especially the ones where like burns is by himself like like right before his eyes and tongue get taken his glasses are broken like i am nearsighted i would die like i can't <laughs> see anything like i yeah, can't I i'm sitting in front of my uh, commercial uh, inside, of, uh, inside of my commercial i'm sitting in front of my computer and i can lift my glasses and not read the screen <laughs> and I'm so like, like that's real life you're like yeah so right i'm here. like <laughs> and to be trapped in a tomb with like by myself with like a thousand locusts outside like well, even if that it, crunch like uh, how much would your heart just uh you're like that was my class well i probably would have been smart and put them on a string um <laughs> but i feel like that was not burns as smart like burns is a man burns is not the smart one <laughs> like, okay but one thing that i noticed this time i've never thought about it till this time watching it but i went wait a second if the mum- mummy is going to take the eyes of the guy who's nearsighted, why is the mummy not wearing glasses like, i thought that i've been thinking that for years but i always took it as like he uses their parts to regenerate his and since he didn't have it he just he's using his eyes to essentially bring back his own eyes i like that you're like okay i can make this work so that i don't have to oh yeah i i I have wondered that for years because i was like why doesn't he have blue eyes the dude had blue eyes like you know like (laughs) Uh, you know but i t- and once he does they like since they like sucks all of their like uh, essentially their life force away i took it as he uses their life force to regrow his own that's why okay. he doesn't look like him when he like uses his so it's not his actual eyes he's just yeah using them to bring his back exactly that's how that, I saw okay it. that works you have now justified the whole choice there of the mummy not wearing glasses <laughs> Oh, I've had a long time to think about this movie. <laughs> it is. Again. You keep saying that and it hurts every time. You're welcome. What I'm here oh, for. Yeah, oh, I'll man. do it to your next one. <laughs> uh, yes, and so, I mean, after, you know, we've, we've kind of gotten to the mummy himself and I one of the most iconic scenes and it is a scene i will never forget is 
when Rick runs up to uh, to Evie after she's been cornered by the mummy, and he's like, he just screams at him and then shoots him with a <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> and yes. I will never forget that that is one of like the moment like it is a core memory for me like i remember that happening and just being like that is the coolest dude ever (laughs) he's like not even flinching he's not he just screams back (laughs) yep and i remember it being i used to watch a ton of universal movies and in this one they always would have like their little like uh like a montage of like all of their movies like their best bit like their biggest and like most loved movies and i remember that part was always like him screaming (laughs) and then him throwing the torch those were two moments that were in those along with Cher slapping nicholas cage and snap out of it yep those are all (laughs) moments i remember (laughs) the um the mummy himself I obviously now, like when I look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, the CGI. Oh. But at the time, I was yes, like he was gra- like the graphics were enough for me to be like, oh, he's so creepy, he's juicy, and he's like terrifying. But I, I actually, I think he gets worse as he regenerates before he gets better. It's like, oh, uh, so yeah. gross. Agreed. I made a note somewhere in there about his look, and I was like, this looks like a Tomb Raider cut scene from 1996 <laughs> on PlayStation 1. <laughs> Thank God that Rachel Wise does not have the cone boobs. <laughs> uh, good old Lara Croft cone boobs. Yeah, the triangles of terror. Um, <laughs> triangles of terror. Sorry, I can't get over that. Uh, when you crack yourself up. Also, uh, yeah, I, I can make myself laugh. That's that's the best part. Is usually you really can. It's so simple. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. Um, also, I do love when after so after they've escaped Hamanoptera and they're back at the and he is basically packing her bag for her, and she's just like <laughs> she's, she's like we have to just she's like he's like oh. uh, I thought you didn't believe in these things. And she's like, well, having an encounter with a 3,000-year-old walking, talking corpse does tend to convert one. And, like, <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Like, what else is he supposed to think? Speaking <laughs> of uh, being converted, I just wanted to point out something. It was just before this, but when Benny is praying oh, in different languages, yes. is so funny. And just, like, pulls out a different necklace. <laughs> okay, but my favorite one is when he turns to, like, or whatever yes <laughs> and he turns like a buddhist and he says i can i can literally in my head play like what those words are i don't know what they mean but like i phonetically i could probably do them <laughs> not going to try you might need to you you might need to learn i know i've uh, it's funny because he's like kind of like a, uh he's like a very prepared agnostic you should probably learn them agreed (laughs) just in case you never know (laughs) (laughs) um and one thing i do love about this movie is yeah you never know i was gonna say i am prepared was not a boy scout but probably could have been um like one of the things i love about this movie is like the fact that the mummy is never played for like he never plays for laughs like arnold vosley plays his part so absolutely deadly serious 
And like in an interview, he said like, well, for him, this is just Romeo and Juliet. Like he is a star-crossed lover looking to get his lover back. Like he wants he wants to live with her forever. He wants to take over the world with her by his side, essentially. And I just find it, it like this movie is so romantic and both fronts because yes, it is like, while he is a monster, you're also kind of sympathizing with him. Like he's in love with her and all he wanted was her. And yes, he's going about it the wrong way in a lot of ways, but like they didn't really have a choice in things. And I just, I find that's, I think the best kind of movies make you feel sympathy for your villains or at least understand where their intentions come from. And I love that about this movie. Yeah, like that sense of being conflicted about what you actually like are feeling. I don't know. Although him wanting to use Evie as his human (laughs) sacrifice to bring him back, I guess that's, that is unexcusable. Not too conflicted about that. But also yeah. him, the kiss thing with him, with her. Ugh. <laughs> so gross. Oh, I just love how every time he just brings out a cat. Like, Rico Cattle's just like, once he finds out he's like, scared of cats, he's just like, oh, look what I got. <laughs> Dude, like, I would, I would have... cat with me all the time. Yes, that cat would be in, like, a cat carrier. Or I would just tie a string around it and have it around my, like, neck. <laughs> like, cat, cat. Which is why I don't understand why they don't just like <laughs> carry cats the whole time. I know. Seriously, they could have just carried a cat with them and they would have always been safe. Yeah. I mean, I guess he would have probably had his, you know, boils and sores people finally just like kill them. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, take away the cat. <laughs> okay, you said the boils and sores people when um, Jonathan just starts quoting. Oh my god. <laughs> he's it's so it's so funny because he's running away because he's kind of he's kind of cowardly but he's also like he is so clever to do that and also that is right after the uh take that that bridge scholars like which is honestly in my opinion it is the uh you go girl (laughs) yeah like she is clearly way more intelligent than any of the rest of them i love evie so much oh she's one of my favorite characters of all time and i honestly like i'm i'm a dweeb so like every once in a while i'll get bored and i'll make lists of like my favorite like who are my favorite movie heroines and she is always consistently top three um i kind of love that you have lists like that that's i find that oh i'm a he makes lists like that all the time i love i love a list (laughs) (laughs) that's adorable yes one day when you're like you know at the end of life and you're (laughs) someone sorting through your lists they'll be like what was this one oh i name them all like they're all written at the top like at the top it'll be all like my favorite heroines and then like i'll name what movie they're from or like i have uh, this this is so dorky but like i have like a list of like my favorite movie sequences like which is like uh, there's just so many moments that i think are just like literally perfect shots and i i have a list of those and then I have a list of who are great secondary heroines <laughs> Watch and, out, and heroes. Tomatoes. He's coming with his list in your, who cares what you think? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't, I was going to say, have you seen what half of that, like half of that, half of the like big ones, they get like people who don't like movie, like 
they don't like the movies they're writing about it feels like like there was yeah. a recently a list of like variety i think it was variety that was like oh these horror movies are like bad and it was like dark oh, day yeah, of the dead that. and like oh these they are didn't just like have the right picture for day of the dead it was like the picture from dawn of the dead yeah and like they're all like oh these movies are like good bad and it was like the texas chainsaw massacre and i'm like there's no bad about the text the original texas chainsaw massacre like it's legitimately one of the greatest films ever made like if you you don't like i'm not saying it's uh, everyone's cup of tea but like you cannot ignore like its iconic status like you cannot ignore the fact that it is absolutely it it is still one of the scariest films ever made and it just it's why i've never seen it You're yeah. I was gonna say I don't suggest it for you. No, it's, it's, I, you don't even. It have doesn't. To, it and the funny thing is, show anything, but it's deeply yeah, scary. I was gonna say yeah. it, it's all implied, which is even more terrifying. Like Ugh. there's no blood in the movie. Like I mean, there's a little bit in one scene. That's it. But yeah. like the I rest think of about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you feel like if you look back on it, you're like, oh yeah, it was so gory and fucked up and everything. But if you watch it, like it really isn't. Hmm but it's it's deeply upsetting well that surprises me considering if the word massacre is in there i assume lots of blood but i still have no interest (laughs) not my genre i'll listen to the ones you do about things like my best friend's wedding that's what i'm here for (laughs) which Which by the way loved that episode just so you guys know and i laughed like i laughed so hard so many times listening to you guys do that one i was like this is so funny and it's longer than the movie itself but it's fun i had a friend talk to me about that and she's like you realize you're making some of these longer than like the actual movies and i was like because we have a lot to say like (laughs) i was like you could pause this uh, there's a podcast i listen to that's covering yellow jackets and you know each episode of yellow jackets is like 50 minutes and the episodes are always like almost two hours long that's crazy yeah it's sometimes i mean hey if that's the yeah, if that's the niche, I just had to break it into two different days. It's fine. I listened to it while I was cleaning yeah. and doing, you know, things. I'm glad you listened to it and liked it because I talked about you in it, if I remember correctly. I know you did. That was one of the times where I was like, let me listen and see what this boy said because, oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, it was all good things. It was all good things. You just never know with Clayton. You have to double check. That is true. Sometimes you have to, you do have to double check. (laughs) I'm just Grinch smiling over here. Yeah. Uh, With the same size heart. (laughs) Um, True. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, if you like rom-coms, you might not want to listen to our You've Got Mail episode because um, I... I kind of went in on that one. No, Clayton, yeah, I, d- I didn't like that one. I did yeah, not. Sean really did not like. You got mail. Um, Sean aggressively please, disliked. Please don't get him started again. On it. Yeah, all right. All right. But, we can talk. Yeah, we'll um, talk about that later, Tiffany. Check it well, out. I'm, I'm very positive towards you've got mail. <laughs> oh, she is. And like I said, I, well, I won't go into a lot, and I know I've mentioned it before, but like. I, I I think I understand why people love it, but for me, I looking at it, and if a lot of people that love it, I think grew up with it, uh, and so yeah. it's like one of those where like I think your nostalgia goggles kind of stay on, like and it's the same for me. I got a lot of movies that like I know are bad, but like my nostalgia goggles just make me love it, 
and yeah. I think You've Got Mail is one of those. And I think that uh, happens a lot for me with movies that like I wasn't allowed to watch, and everybody considers like these a crazy classic. Like, oh no, you have to see it; it's awesome. And I watch it, and I'm like, meh, it's okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it, but whatever. Yep, exactly. Sometimes it's just not yours, like, and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> like, I'll be real honest. One of the ones that comes to mind, everybody always is like, when I when they found out I was like late twenties and had never seen um uh Forrest Gump. I can't I don't I watch You're not missing I don't, much. I don't care about I Forrest like Gump Forrest. and everybody's like, it's classic, it's awesome and I'm just like I don't get it. I don't what's the big deal? <laughs> my my dad used I've to watch Forrest Gump every weekend. I'm just like I don't understand the big who whatever about this. It's like whatever, it's fine I guess. There's a qu- couple quotable lines, but like meh yeah, it's, yeah it, you, it. you are in the right Gump. place. We do not love it. Yeah, I watched it once and was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you know I'm not alone in that because I really feel that yes. most of the time I'm like, I don't even want to share this opinion, people. We are what? in the minority, <laughs> but yeah, not not a fan of Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's funny. You should still do, you should break it down on why it's not that great, <laughs> but only give it like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing I a side series i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> just a, a few moments of us venting about why we don't care about this movie why this movie sucks horribly hope you enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny uh, but going back to The Mummy, um, <laughs> which is the movie we are talking about, um, I, we, after you know, the mummy has officially, you know, slurped up all of the <laughs> people who essentially were cursed to be the ones to bring him back. Um, and I love Evie when they get cornered and Benny is trying to like translate and she's just like, for all eternity, idiot. Like she could clearly just, uh, she knows what he's saying. She's. <laughs> <laughs> and I find it funny that she allows him to still have the translation role, even though she could clearly just say it better than he can. <laughs> oh, one thing I just saw I had written in my notes with the whole thing with Benny, I got cracked up when I was watching, Um, and I thought this before, when the mummy is actually like basically paying him to be his lackey, I'm like, where'd the gold come from? Like, where? Well, I mean, technically, they do find that like giant room, but I do wonder where he did keep it's it like in the skeleton he, what, too. He had pockets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just kept it in. He kept it in his prison pocket, um, <laughs> or <laughs> under a rib. <laughs> so <gross>. <sighs> I mean, he doesn't really have a prison pocket anymore, but yes, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so the amount of times Benny flip flops sides and rolls is like ridiculous. Oh, I love it. I, I know. And that's the funny thing is because is that so is exa- that is exactly what that character would do too. Like oh, yeah. he would like, he would what? clearly just be like, mm, I'm going to pick whoever side's winning. And this one's like a supernatural creature. I'm going with him. Yes. I do like that they also introduce when they're back at, I forget which, they're at like a bar or something. They introduce the character who ends up being the, the what's his name that flies the plane? Winston Howell. Yes. So I like that they just sort of introduced this guy who has a death wish. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh, I just love how he like steps in that fountain and he's like, some bloody idiot spilled his drink. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like, you're not clearly standing in a fountain, Winston. You're clearly standing in a fountain. <laughs> or um, I also love, I do, yeah, when he's just like, what does this have to do with the Majesty's Royal Air for? And he's like, not a damn thing. He's like, is it serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> you probably won't live for it. By Jove, do you think so? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, he's just so excited to go down with us, go down in glory. This is the twenties era of depression. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's just like I did not die in World War One, and I am sad about it. <laughs> Somebody give me something that will kill me. <laughs> yeah, something to do. <laughs> um, and this is when they fly back to Hamanatra. And we get the one of the coolest visual effects of the movie is the sand. It is, and you know it. It's still cool, and you can fight me. I Uh, agree. I agree with you, Sean. It was cool. He can just be a poo poo on his own. Yeah, I was gonna say so much. Arnold Vosloo, like getting so into it, standing there, and I'm like, this actor is standing there. There's not a sandstorm. There's not a giant face. He's just standing there on this sand dune, being like. <laughs> and that's just good acting right yeah. there yeah yep i love it but i giggled a lot and i love how smart she is because she's just like uh i'm gonna kiss him <laughs> like, yes. uh, use those womanly wells evie <laughs> and to describe how you feel Your about this beard is so twisted <laughs> Oh, weird Jasmine reference. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's same vibes. Same vibes, though. Yeah. Yes. And, Although uh, maybe actually a little less of the like trying. A little like, less creepy. Just, just, yeah, she's just distracted. Yeah, I was like, at least he's like kidnapping her to like. He wants her. He finds her beautiful. He just wants to kill her to bring his wife. Like. <laughs> It's just a little murder thing. That's all. Wifey back. Yeah. Like, that's all he wants. Like, he's not yeah, there to. Jafar, Jafar is like creepy. <laughs> yeah, so Jafar creepy. is not cool. <laughs> also, I to describe how I feel about you not loving this, it is the. Uh, I love the whole sad wall trick. <laughs> Beautiful bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is also one of the funniest lines of this movie. (laughs) So I'm curious, how do they actually, like, when they film it, obviously I know the CGI all is edited in, but is it literally just, like, him staring off into this desert, or is it a green screen that they're staring at? Like, do you know what he's... Oh, uh, they're just staring at nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna, I was just I was gonna say that. a lot of this movie they did use they use some green screen. Um, Arnold Vosloo especially like he did motion capture for the Mummy, so he would okay. wear a suit that had a lot of like the cutouts cut out, like of, of like where the parts of his body would be for stuff like that. Yeah. And for the I for the wall they actually motion captured his face to That's do cool. to and then just provided the sand. Which still looks good, damn it. (laughs) I would be intrigued to just see, like, it, you know, see what it would look like with today's CGI. Like, I still love it as is. I wouldn't want to change the actual movie itself. But, like, to see how the CGI could be so much more, I don't know, grand and realistic could be really fun. 
watch Tom Cruise's version. It's not great. <laughs> okay, so it's not. It's it's like don't no not don't mess with a good thing. No, it is. Uh, the, okay, so I was very excited for them to make a dark universe. Like they wanted to make a dark universe with all of these monsters and have them all have their own individual movies. Well, the problem is they took the Mummy and made it like a franchise starter but they lean too hard in creating a franchise that they forgot uh, to make a movie oh that's and sad. so like it's very boring and like it's really sad because i feel like um sophia butella who plays the the mummy because you get a female mummy in that one she's really good like mm. her performance in that movie is worth a much better movie because everyone else in it is just like boring Everyone. Yeah, and it's hard for a Tom Cruise movie to be boring. Yeah, and like I've there's... never been a Tom Cruise fan. I'll be honest. That's why I've never seen that version because I just don't like him. The only movie of his I actually like is The Last Samurai. That is a movie I've not thought about in years. <laughs> I am more of a Mission Impossible guy, but I've never even seen Mission Impossible. Uh, Tiffany, I don't like him. He irritates me. There's something about him. He just makes me frustrated. I'm like, ugh, you're annoying. He does have a little bit of arrogance to him, but I think that's now become part of his charm to me. Because like for a long time, I was the same. I was like, ugh, Tom Cruise, who cares? And I like, love Tom Cruise movies. Like, oh, I've never said he's not great because he is. He's a fantastic. His he does all of his own stunts, which I think is so impressive. So like he, that automatically bumps him up, not at least way higher than James Franco and i mean <laughs> oh you know james franco is the bottom of the barrel for me i'm sorry james franco if you yeah. ever listen to this if we ever talk i hope you could talk me out of it because i just i don't know there's something there's something <laughs> there that i just don't love <laughs> but that is a trauma we will get into later and i don't even know why uh and i mean like but he i don't know i just i used to always think he was kind of smug and like I, I always think of American Psycho because Christian Bale developed his character based on that, like the in, the interview that Oprah did oh, yeah, with yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise, <laughs> where he just looks like completely dead behind the eyes, but he's like outwardly cheery and happy. And like I, it's always he creeped me used out of it. That for like his, his oh yeah, it was one of his inspirations is Tom Cruise's interview where he's like jumping on the couch with Oprah and stuff like that. Like and he's just like just just like manic gleefulness, but like his eyes were dead. And it's like, oh it's like it's like watching a shark have fun. And <laughs> and it just you're not the it's yeah, it's it's one of those. But like yeah, the mummy, they, they tried way too hard to make a franchise out of a movie that should have just been a movie. And That's I sad. always feel really bad for Sophia Butella because like I said, I think she's really good in it. She does a great job. But like the rest of the movie never catches up to her, Aww. which is sad. So, yeah. like, if they, I want them to remake it and just have her do the same thing. <laughs> like, You're like, okay, everything yeah. there again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, don't bring back Annabelle Wallace. Sorry, <laughs> Annabelle Wallace. I loved you in Silent Night. Yeah, you were so good in Malignant, <laughs> but not in the Mummy. Sorry. Um, uh, speaking of the mummy, we are now entering our final act of the mummy. Uh, we, the all of the priests are brought back, and 
how many priests did he bring with him? Were there really that many? I of them? know. Like he's just bringing like fifteen thousand of them back. It's like never ending. And you know, um, originally the character of Ardeth Bay was going to die um, in the fight, and because Stephen Summers loved his character so much, he decided to let him live. Ardeth Fair is just so hot. Like, how can you kill him? Right. So fact. Facts. Still find it weird that he played Carlos. <laughs> in Resident Evil, but, like, I'm I'm not mad at it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then we have Anox and Suna Moon's eyeless corpse trying to kill Edie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, her corpse is really, like, creepy. Like, the... Terrifying. Whole, yeah, the way she moves and everything, I'm just like, oh, it's so creepy. I just... How does she see? She has no eyes. And, like, she just, like, knows exactly where she is. And I'm, like, does she just, like, can she not blink? Like, is there just, like, is she just, like, moving the body like a puppet? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get you. Speaking of nightmares, that scene with the quicksand. Dude, movies in the 90s made me so scared of quicksand. I thought it was going to impact my life so much. Right? It's like, <laughs> at some point in my life, I need to know how to get out of this. And I remember having moments where it's like, okay, you don't want to struggle too hard. <laughs> it's like, why did I? It's the same with the stop, drop, and roll. I thought I was going to be on fire an awful lot because they taught us <laughs> so much about it. It's like, okay, you got to know how to put it out because at some point in your life, you are going to be on fire. <laughs> what? Um, I actually have been on fire and it is, <laughs> it does go very quickly. Did you stop, drop, and roll? I got to know. No, I did not. Um, So this is going to, this is so stupid. And you so brag stupid. about your IQ. <laughs> Hey, uh, it was an accident. Like, so I'm making ramen. You thought you forgot to stop, drop, and roll? No, I, so (laughs) I was wearing a very loose t-shirt and I was baking ramen noodles. And my mom asked me to get something in the cupboard over the sink. And I leaned forward to grab it and the bottom of my shirt caught on fire. And so I'm just like, fuck. So I tear the shirt in half and throw it in the sink. (laughs) This was his like, rip your shirt in half moment. Yes, this was the, uh, you know, like, it seems like the hippo. You're already having hot flashes. Yeah. Turned into like a beastie masculine, like hero. (laughs) Busting out of his shirt. I know I turned into the rock. <laughs> this was your like screaming in the face of the mummy moment. Let me just tear this fire from my body. Oh my god, I'm never th- looking at it a different way because my par- <laughs> my mom is cracking up. She brings this up every once in a while and I'm like, I fucking hate you, mother. <laughs> and I'm like, you realize you're the one that almost caught me on fire, right? Like this was like if you didn't need something above the sink, I wouldn't have been leaning. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> That shirt got ripped in half, and I threw it in the sink and poured, put like turned the water on, and my mom just laughed the whole time. Like she never tried to help me, and I was just like, oh. "You're such a great mother." Ah, oh, motherly affection. Yes, <laughs> I love you. Did you actually end up with burns on you, or was it more just the t-shirt? No, it was the t-shirt. Yeah, I okay. did. I don't think I had a single burn. Like I, That's... but it like. The, and because it was so loose, like it was a good amount of the t-shirt that started burning. Like it was like, and it spread fast because it was like, it was like an old white t-shirt, so it was like soft. 
and plenty of fuel to go (laughs) exactly so i just i literally grabbed it at the neck and just tore it in half threw it in the sink well now i'm disappointed that the stop drop and roll thing didn't even come into effect because what's the point of learning that yeah well we have prepared we had a galley kitchen i wouldn't have been able to roll very far anyway (laughs) well it's the same with the, the quicksand i don't ever get the opportunity to try and pull myself out of quicksand at this point in life i don't what am i supposed to do with that knowledge uh hope i I was gonna say honestly that it's better to better to be prepared and not need to use it than not be prepared and (laughs) die in quicksand same principle as a condom (laughs) yeah i I don't want to ever need to pull myself out of quicksand but i definitely thought i might have that struggle one day well and the funny thing is it's like quicksand like this doesn't exist not really like it is you can literally just pull your hand feet out like the worst you'll get is like the emperor's new groove when like yzma's walking and she loses her shoes like (laughs) that's basically just like real quicksand man you're such a buzzkill i'm sorry i'm just gonna be real life (laughs) i'm like gonna be standing there just like ah, save me, save me. i've and gotta like, lean back trying to float <laughs> I'm like, just step out of it tiffany oh okay oh my gosh yeah. what's that movie where they like fall in the water and they're like i can't swim they're like stand up oh <laughs> if, if you had it asked me i know i was like i can kind of picture what you're talking about i think but don't know can't help you there i know i'll i'll think of it at like 4 a.m that's gonna drive me nuts oh my god <laughs> it's gonna be oh great. i love torturing you it's so much fun i will say though you're not wrong with the um okay so when you're talking about the amount of his like prophets and whatever i don't know the priests whatever they all are it's like they're non-stop but also there's so many different types i don't remember at the beginning him having quite so many variety of like soldier <laughs> you know it's like what in the world who are these people where they come from well, I know the, so the ones that have, like, the weapons at the end, like, that awaken when Jonathan awakens them, those are actually Pharaoh's Medjai. So, like, they are part of, like, they're artist-based people. Um, ah, but okay. they are there to protect the tombs of the Pharaohs, essentially. So they're not really Imhotep's priests, but, like, he's able to command them because he has like whoever has it doesn't have the commands yet and he's the only there they don't speak english i'm sure <laughs> fair enough yes the the keep reading thing where she's like <laughs> he's like reading in whatever butchered version of i just the whole that scene where he's reading from the book or the tablet or whatever yes cool. and i love how they they actually bring that back in the sequel which is fun because it's yeah. when he's trying to figure out the stork he like flaps his arm like a bird <laughs> and then in the second movie that's what their like rick and evie's son does like they're like he's like a bird a stork and he's like oh i know this one <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's just a fun little callback <laughs> Um, and we have, like, Rick has entered the, you know, like, (laughs) swashbuckling action hero mode, like he's never had before, with that awesome sword, and just going ham on all these mummies. Because we couldn't just let him have, go ahead. Oh, I was like, I didn't mention it earlier, but at one point he was wielding dual pistols, and, uh. Yes, I we was, know you're a Tomb Raider fan. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> well, I, I was love thinking, a dual like pistol we, wielder. 
we just can't have him only have guns. We had to give him a sword because clearly the man needs all the weapons. Like anything, cats, it's fine. All the weapons. Yep. Uh, well, I, and I also think like they can't die. Like the mummies stay alive. So I feel like cutting them into pieces works a little better than just like <laughs> shooting them in the head. Well, and then you can use their hands to grab things. So. <laughs> yes. Um, and Jonathan finally commands the Magi to re-murder Anaxu <laughs> Moon, like kill her spirit Not again, I guess. Moon. Like, and I love how he's like pissed off, and I'm like, you just brought her back from the dead after like five thousand years. Like, you could do this again. Like, it's been. <laughs> Like, I feel like she's not, like, dead for real again. <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely giving off the, quit killing her. Yeah. <laughs> Stop that. Stop. I just, uh. like, no. Uh, and I adore the fact when when Evie goes to, like, try and read the book to stop him, and Rick is just getting, like, thrown across all of this chamber, <laughs> and she's like, keep it busy, and he's like, no problem. <laughs> I know. No <laughs> like, I just, Rick, I was going to say, Brendan Fraser is, I'm so glad he's having a resurgence because I, he has always been just such a fun actor. And I'm glad he's really starting to get like his flowers for stuff. Um, because I just, I loved him so much in this that I could never understand why he wasn't like the one of the biggest stars ever. Like and, and Rachel, Flowers, you mean Best Actor Academy Award? Yes, he's he is definitely getting getting his 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 due his due. Um, and getting his due is getting his due his Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, <laughs> because he played the whale. Uh, <laughs> nice. That I was like that was rude. Yeah, I was gonna say it. it I feel like Mountain Dew would do it. Bringing it all together. Yep. Uh, but yes, he uh, is basically fighting the mummy, and Rachel Weiss's Evie makes gives a she says the weirdest terms ever. Like I understand that like they used as much of the language as they could, but the word paradus, I was like, what is that word? Because <laughs> <laughs> she repeats it. She's like paradus. Paradise, and uh, every time I'm like, this one's not as cool as the one that wakes him up. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's the point. And she turns immortal, and Rick stabs his ass. And then he has the very sad final line of "Death is only the beginning," or not sad, but no. more like a badass. Yeah, that's like that's not sad. That's just badass. Yeah, that's a, it. Is a badass one. <laughs> Uh, you know what is sad? What happens to Benny? Oh, poor yeah. Benny. Uh, it is sad. I feel bad for him. Oh, he yeah. deserves it so hard. Yeah, but like, Sean and, does, but Sean I, and like I argued that, about this. <laughs> okay, but like, I like that Rick at least did stop to try to help him. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, see, now we can feel good that it wasn't, it wasn't right. anybody's fault. It was just he had it coming. Well, and that's exactly it. Is he had like, it coming. That's the difference between <laughs> him and Rick is like, Benny would not have done the same. Benny no. would have just like kept running. He would not have tried to save him. And I think that's why it's important to f show that like Rick is the good man. Like he is the hero. He is not like he even even as many times as this man has tried to like destroy him, he still tries to save him. And it just makes like 
it's always i'm always just like when when rachel weiss and right before you know our our climactic final battles uh she's like you know nasty little fellows such as yourselves always get your come up it's like he does <laughs> he definitely does yeah that's another horrible what a way to go us. though the hung Dai curse horrible but also the way that he goes in the dark with the freaking beetles pretty horrible Ugh. and he's just like the flame starts dying because they... oh i love it oh uh, he so I hope they kept him alive a while, but that's just me being me. Wow! <laughs> oh, come on. How many people died because of him? Like, Damn. how many people died because of him? How many he times did he try to kill all of them? He had to do to stay alive. Yeah. Clayton at first. Because he'd do the same. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I I feel He's like... He's like, sure, I'll work for you, you Mr. De- decomposed Mommy. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Clayton would just be all like, let me pull out, do I mean, go. If it's, if, it's, if it's that versus, you know, having my eyes and stuff sucked out, um, <laughs> you know, that's not much of a choice at all. <laughs> oh, and one, I'm so sorry. I know we're jumping around a little bit, but like, one scene I do the scene I find the creepiest in this whole movie is actually the scene where uh Burn he takes Imhotep to like meet Burns again essentially after Burns' eyes and tongue yeah. have been taken out oh, and he's yeah, just yeah. like he's like oh he like knocks over his cup and he's like yeah uh, Prince Imhotep thanks you for your hospitality and for your eyes and for your tongue. But I'm afraid more is needed. <laughs> and it's like, and oh, like this poor so guy. creepy. Like, and he, oh, that would be the worst. He gets the worst fate out of all of the Americans. Okay, so like, when you bring that conversation back up to, then it's like, okay, yeah, you can be in the dark with the Beatles. <laughs> like, yeah, he, and that's the thing. So it's like, I, he deserves the fate he gets. Like, he spends the whole time being... Like, he's a snake, and I, I, there is no, like, I enjoy his character so much, and he's so much fun, but, like, that is a deserved death. <laughs> like, he definitely deserves <laughs> he's everything definitely he gets. He's not a good guy. Like, when he gets pulled off the camel when they're raising the Hamanopra, and <laughs> Rachel Weiss is just like, serves you right. Like, that's how I feel about the, the scene. Like, this is the, eh, hmm, yeah moment. <laughs> and then we have our epic, epic final runaround with, rachel weiss in that epic nightgown <laughs> and i remember my grandmother loves this movie too and she was always like how is she running in heels and i was like i i know i you know what like jurassic world it like so listen, let them have things, it those are the things where i'm the girl like and i don't first of all really ever even wear heels anymore because comfort over that every time but I would get rid of them so fast. I'd rather be barefoot. Like, just freaking don't get any of those scenes ever. I'm like, please, what? No, just ditch the shoes, you weirdos. Uh, see, I always feel like uh, there's like scorpions and like snakes <laughs> and shit. Like, I yeah, think but when I'd you rather an ankle and can't escape. Oh, Rick will carry me. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's bad I, honestly I would just fake an ankle one and I'd be you're like, like oh. I'd be like oh Rick you're gonna have to carry me out like that, that sounds fantastic see <laughs> this is where I guess I'm not enough of a damsel in distress I'm like no I gotta get out of here and I'm not no I would yeah I agree with you I'd be all like nope time to go bye <laughs> gotta go gotta go gotta go <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and <laughs> 
also i that their final kiss is in my opinion it is the most earned kiss in all of film like yes they had their little one at the beginning like you said but this one i am just like yep i agree with it like they're gonna fight and fuck so hard (laughs) yeah they will (laughs) and that's the movie the whole entirety of it man it's such a good movie though honestly i'm glad this was one that i could jump in on because i don't know this one i've watched for years and years and it's just funny i love Uh, it it's it's got all the things it does it's legitimately just one of the best movies ever made like it's it like it's sad and scary like at parts and it's scary at parts or like at least genuinely creepy. No, I'll go with scary. Like I said, I think that scene where like the when he's talking about his ears and this or his his eyes and his tongue. <laughs> like that's creepy. Like the the scarabs are creepy, which we got into a little bit, but like just the idea of being eaten from the inside out. Ugh. So gross. Don't put me down. Uh <laughs> and I mean, like there's drama and there's comedy and there's horror and there's just it's all wrapped up into a perfect little two-hour bow like maybe two hours and like six minutes i think it is or two hours and seven minutes well like it is yeah i was gonna say it is just it's perfect there's not a single moment of this movie that i would change are there extra scenes i haven't actually ever looked for any but like are there cut scenes there's a few um i used to have the dvd or i have the dvd i'm waiting to buy it on 4k because i want a steel book of it um and i'm sure when it hits 25 it's gonna get one you actually do have it on 4k but digitally oh yeah i bought it for five bucks i'm i'm gonna support this movie no matter what Um, i have it in all the variations yeah it was five dollars i bought it on 4k of course i bought it (laughs) i was like i had it on dvd i used to have it on blu-ray but i gave that one to my parents because i was like yeah i'll just keep my it didn't have as many special features as my dvd and yeah, it had a few. Uh, most of the scenes were extended as opposed to deleted. Okay. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you, it's been years since I've watched that DVD, and I couldn't tell you. I probably should have before this, but um, I'm working two jobs, so yeah. time is finite. Fair enough. I think the only other thing that I'll probably look for is I've never looked to see if there's a blooper reel of any kind, but I feel like that'd be gold. Oh my god! Oh, yes, I'm sure. Yeah, that has to be hilarious. That would be awesome. Like, apparently, at one point, Brendan Fraser came out in that scene in the beginning in, like, the gold paint and everything. And <laughs> I have wanted to find pictures of that for years. Um, I'm not going to tell you why, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let that one stay a mystery. Yeah, I was going to say, that one can stay a mystery <laughs> and in my fantasies forever. That's probably the best place for it, honestly. Yeah, I I would agree. <laughs> uh, so, what are you guys' final thoughts? And what what would you um, what would you rate this in a scale of one to five? And uh, Tiffany, since you're our guest, you go first. So I'm assuming five is the highest I'm allowed to give it. Uh huh. Yes. Okay, fine. Five. <laughs> so it's definitely it's always been one of my favorites. When I saw the list, when Clayton said like, "Hey, we want to have you do a podcast." I'm looking through the list and there was no question. There's so many good choices on your podcast, but I was very excited to jump on this one. This was first choice. Wanted to watch it. Wanted to talk about it. Um, 
I always recommend this to people if they haven't seen it. I judge them because they haven't seen it. So yeah, no, I I love this movie. Recommend it for anybody. And just watch it again. Ugh, yes. Yes, absolutely. How about you, Clayton? Uh, it was a blast revisiting this. Uh, had a wonderful time. It it really hit a lot of nice nostalgia moments for me. Um, the cast is wonderful. They're so hot. It's so funny. It is just like you know, ninety nine famously best year of film ever. Um, wonderful, love it. Um, I don't know, but something in my gut is telling me not to give it a perfect five. It's it's a four and a half for me. I think now like the CG, which you know is a product of its time, but it is like distracting to me. Um, in a way that other older films don't watch don't. it in four K. <laughs> not gonna be better. Yeah, I was uh, say. I, actually, a lot of it does look really good, but I think that's like you know it makes that stuff stand out more than you know if I was watching it on VHS back in the day. Um, but yeah, See, so that's I mean, it's, why a, it's I love a watching my for me, but it, it's a blast. I love it. I was really glad we got to watch it for this. Made me very happy, and I mean, if for nothing else, I am a librarian is just iconic. <laughs> so what about you sean i have a feeling i know what you're gonna give it <laughs> oh i'm gonna cheat this is a seven <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry tiffany when you're you like, said the yeah, highest i was like i was like i'm gonna give this a seven you are an 11 yes um I just love that this is in my top four on letterbox it is in my top movies of all time i there are a few movies I love more than this one. Absolutely. I, like I said, I think it has everything. And I love the fact that like, you know, like Evie is never relegated to damsel in distress status. Even when she is a damsel in distress, like <laughs> she's just in the situation. The minute like he cut, like, you know, like she never feels like she's powerless. Like, yes, she's a little powerless, but it's also against a, you know, 3000 year old walkie talking mummy. Like, not everyone's going to be able to be have a lot in that situation, but she never loses her smarts and she never loses her brains and she never loses her courage and her gumption. And I just find her such a great heroine and like such a great foil to Brendan Fraser's Rick, who is, you know, like this swashbuckling, like secretly like sensitive, like action hero who kicks major ass, but like, you know, like thinks to steal her a toolkit for like, the, oh, for like, like, you know, like it's everyone in this movie is just at the top of their game. And like, just those two characters for me, like they are two of my favorite characters ever written. Like easily both of them are top five. Um, Actually, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say they're both in my top five. And this movie is in my top three <laughs> you know like three or four and i so just it's i love this, movie so much. this and what uh the thing oh, okay That's and maybe mind. blade runner like it depends on the week it's the thing yeah it's got to be this the thing and aliens yeah i should have been able to guess that one yeah you. i was gonna say <laughs> did, did this movie actually win awards or and or the actors or any like anything i don't think it won any awards um, no, it actually was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Sound. But, you know, a lot of people did love this movie because it made a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. 
on an eighty million dollar budget and made four hundred sixteen million dollars. Not too shabby. <laughs> yeah, not, not bad too shabby at all. At all. <gasps> it's oh, close man. to half a billion. Goodness. Uh, um, Tiffany, tell us a little bit about your podcast and where people can find you on social media to be, uh, you know, get in touch with you about anything. Well, my podcast is called Living This Life, Yo, and it's on, I think, pretty much all of the podcasts, you know, venues. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Um, I am just listed as Tiffany Barr, I think, on Facebook, and then I have Living This Life, Yo, on Instagram. Um, I don't really do Twitter much anymore, but I technically am on Twitter. And as far as my podcast goes, the goal was to just get to kind of use it as a medium to talk about like some of the funny things that have happened over my life because I have many weird and ridiculous yeah, you stories. Do. You really do. <laughs> right. So that's been the goal. My I found my first season like it was just I struggled, you know, it was one of those I'm doing it on my own trying to figure it out. And it's hard when you're not hosting with someone. So the second season I was able to host with my little sister. She was great. We had lots of laughs. But now she's married and has no time for me. So it's taken a big lull. I'm trying to get it back up and going. But like some people go and get married and forget about you. You know, it's fine. But whatever. But yeah. Exactly. It's more just like a kind of like a space for me to be able to talk about some of the ridiculous things that should make my family a sitcom all of their own but has yet to I'd happen. watch that <laughs> I I watched Raising Hope and it feels similar so um but yeah we definitely have um a sometimes unbelievable amount of like even my weekend this past weekend the things that happened I'm like yeah this sounds about right it sums it up like me stuck 20 minutes from home in an airport for 12 hours why not yeah totally but anywho, yeah, so it's just um, kind of like a little personal. It's not speci- specifically about anything other than my life. So it's fun and feel free to check it out. Thanks for having me on here. I really did have a good time. Yeah, I'm really glad you came on to talk about this. I know this was this. fun. It was a good time. Yeah. If yes. you want to find us on the socials, we are on Twitter and Instagram at triple M pod with three M's. Uh, Sean and I are on Twitter and Letterbox. I'm at just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U. Sean, you are at Murph the Smurph, M U R P H T H E S M U R P H. We are on Facebook. We have a page, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies, and a group, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies, and you. And if you want to email us, uh, there's a sh- short little email you can remember. Super catchy. Uh, men Who Like Men Who Like Movies pod at gmail.com. You know, simple. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what are we watching next week, Clayton? Uh, well, as of recording this, our schedule is a little weird. So it's not actually next week. It'll be like <laughs> in, three, in three days. Uh, we are covering From Dusk Till Dawn. You know, classic uh, Rodriguez vampire film. And please don't forget to give us a five-star rate. You feel so inclined. Helps a ton. Maybe even a review. Uh, don't forget to be kind to people. World sucks. Tiffany, again, thank you so much. This is yes. a blast. I'm so glad we got to do this because we never get to talk because we're grown-ups and don't have time. I know. Um, and then there's also tech issues. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Didn't even get me started on the tech issues. <laughs> Thanks for your patience. It was the that. people no. listening to this, if you knew. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, Jesus. my God. Yeah. Um, oh, it's been a process. <laughs> but, yeah. This would be our... a three-hour episode, but... Yeah. 
Yes, it was awesome. Awesome talking with you, Tiffany. And I hope we have you again. Or you want to come back on, hopefully. Definitely. <laughs> so I'm not so long choice. as it's She'll not horror. <laughs> as long as it's nothing too scary, I'm I'm game. <laughs> awesome. What I like to hear. Yeah, until uh, our episode in a few days on Nestle Dawn. See you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.